ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. John? Yo? We are here to get on the penultimate thrill ride. What? That's right. This is the last regular Heel Turn podcast before WrestleMania, the ultimate thrill ride. But we're also here to talk about Raw, SmackDown, 205 Live, NXT, and whatever the hell else is going on in wrestling. Things and stuff, I hear. Like I said, you're John, and I'm Owen, and this is the podcast. And we're also joined by everybody out there in internet land. Isn't that cool? It's not cool. No, that's the website. Whatever. It's close enough. Point is, we're streaming live over at Mixler.com slash Zonecast. Isn't that neat? Not neat. No. But yes, but no. Okay. Point is, we're monitoring our chat there and our Twitter at the Heel Turn. So send us your questions and your comments, and we will get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John. I hate Clash Royale. Why? Because I keep playing it. I did tell you it's a good game. There's a reason. There's a reason I've been playing it for so long. It is crime. Oh, you have no idea. The game has changed a lot since it started out. So you have no idea how much of a crime it used to be. I can only imagine. You used to not be able to request any epic cards. That also seems like crime. Yeah. But yo, that game is fun i enjoy it are you are you at least enjoying it i think yeah that's that's about the way it goes that's kind of how i am i'm like i think i'm having fun as long as i limit how much i play if i keep playing when my chest slots are full then i'm having a problem well you gotta fill up your crown chest sometimes i don't do that because I know it's it's just going to get upsetting. But you get a lot of good stuff from the crown chest. It's true. That's the problem. It's true. But what's good is if it if you don't finish it right away, then as soon as you finish it, another one will be open the next day. Mm. There's no timer. But then it also screws up all the timers. It makes everything crazy. Crazy. But yeah, last night in Clash Royale, I introduced you to the Zap card. You did. I'm like, John, you should put this in your deck. It is the best card in the game. And guess what? It's it's the best card in the game. It is very good. I've I've been using it a lot. I know. People were very happy about your replay that you shared. Really? Were they? I mean, I was happy. I said, this is good. This is very I, good. I enjoyed that I was got that win with like two seconds left. That felt very fun. I was surprised you didn't use it earlier. I'm like, John, use the zap! But, I honestly didn't even think about it then. I was like, huh. Yeah, I, and then I thought, like, wait, shit, I'm running out of time. Hopefully this works. And then it did. I was like, yeah, okay. I, this game I, is all right, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yes, all right, maybe is the word I would use. But yeah. Have you been doing anything else besides Clash Royale? Uh, um, okay. Hang in there, buddy. I mean, there's always wrestling. The sleep, the sweet uh, release of wrestling. Uh, hey, at least you didn't go to Monday Night Raw like 
a friend of mine did. I, I know people that went to Monday Night Raw. Those people are idiots. I guess. Did they did they have a good time, or did they go, this show is very fucking long, why am I here? Uh, I think they had a good time, I'm not really sure, they're kind of fair weather fans. Important question, were they sober? I doubt that highly. Then, that's the thing. You cannot get through that show in person sober. I tend not to drink when I go to wrestling shows, unless I have, like, one beer or something. Look at you trying to remember things. It's as if we do a wrestling podcast. What? I'm not sure about that. Anywho, uh, Monday Night Raw is in Philadelphia next week. I know. You excited to go? Dude, I'm not, I'm not going to that. I learned my lesson last time I went to a Raw. Which was... the Remember the show in the, where Raw was here and the main event was Dean Ambrose versus Braun Strowman? And the crowd chanted, this is boring, at it, to the point where Braun Strowman was just staying in the ring looking around going, what the fuck? Not really, but I feel like this definitely happened. That did happen, and even the commentary had to mention it, because it was so loud. And at that point, after that show, I said, I am not going to this again for a long time. It's a bizarre world, folks! Then I went to a SmackDown taping. I'm like, I'm going to go to this every time because SmackDown is a good show. Maggle? Maggle's on your show. Maggle! I mean, he's also on your show. He was backstage. That's, that is true. Anywho, do you want to get into uh, the wrestling news or do you, wanna, do you have anything else you'd like to discuss? Play that song thing. All right, and we're going to get into the wrestling news. Hey, John? Yes, Owen? I've got to start off with some really terrible, terrible news. I mean, you don't have to, but... we got to get it out of the way. To. Because it just broke before we went on the air. That uh, Jane Ross, the, the wife of Jim Ross... Which it's, it's weird that their names are very similar, but that's beside the point. Uh, she, she passed away earlier today. No! Because she was in a Vespa accident yesterday where she got hit by a car while not wearing a helmet, got multiple skull fractures, and uh, she's not able to recover. Wear your fucking helmet. Yeah. Just be, and be you know, you never know. It's, it might not be your fault. You know, people are idiots. It doesn't even matter, like, if it's your fault or not. Like... Wear a fucking helmet. That's like, I don't know saying. how many times we have to, like, have issues like this before it gets obvious. Wear a fucking helmet every single time. That, that, my point is saying that, like, you can go, oh, I'm super careful, I'm fine, but, you know, other people aren't. Absolutely. So Absolutely. It doesn't, it like, it doesn't matter if you're in the right, it doesn't matter how smart you're playing it. Wear your fucking helmet. Always wear a helmet. Yeah, you can never be too sure. It's, it's, this isn't that hard. Come on. Yeah, it's a real bummer. I I found out about it right before it became public knowledge, and oof, it was that was real upsetting to hear. So, uh, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with the family. Absolutely. And um, yeah. nothing but love, Jim. That's 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 a real that's real shitty. You you never want that to happen to your loved ones. But, um, yeah, after that, a bit of sad news. You want to get into, like, some happy things? 
as a wise man once said, Ah, oh, son of a bitch! Fair enough. <laughs> Too soon? Never soon enough, John. He'll turn. He'll turn. But, uh, again, next Friday is the WWE Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Yeah. Kicking off WrestleMania weekend, you could say. Yeah. And as someone who went to the Hall of Fame in uh, 2013, let me just say, before NXTs were a thing, the Hall of Fame was the best part of the weekend. And I have a feeling that it's going to be real close this year, especially you know, considering how TakeOver's shaping up. Hall of Fame might be the best part of the weekend again. Because they announced who's going to be inducting the Hall of Fame class. Okay. And it is a pretty good list of people that I really want to hear talk. So, would you like to know who they are? Let's hear it. Well, for... I don't know if this is a complete list, because I'm just saying the ones they, they announced publicly, but Teddy Long is going to be inducted by the APA. Sure! Which I'm sure Bradshaw's going to have a bunch of really funny stories about Teddy Long. Because remember, you know, not only did he, like, work with him back in the day, but also... I think Tay Long was the GM when he had his longest reign as SmackDown champion. Mm. So, and plus JBL just is ridiculous. So I'm looking forward to hearing those stories. Uh, Beth Phoenix is going to be inducted by her former tag team partner, Natalia. Sure. Makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Kurt Angle is going to be inducted by John Cena. Makes sense. Because John Cena's first match in WWE was against Kurt Angle. So that makes total sense. It's a shame it's not going to be American Alpha, but maybe they're saving that for the future. Come on, just let Kurt Angle manage them. They'll make him the, the Raw GM. Think about it. I'd be okay with it. Have Kurt Angle manage them as they take on the world's greatest tag team. And then Kurt Angle turns on the American Alpha to rejoin the, Amer the, the world's greatest tag team. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. Let's uh, let's move on to uh, the ravishing Rick Rude. Is gonna get, he's a guy. He's, he's going to get inducted by Ricky Steamboat. Yay! I like Ricky Steamboat. That, that's cool. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page, you know, Mr. Mr. Yoga... He's going to get inducted by Eric Bischoff. Makes sense. They used to live next door to each other. I really want to hear what Eric Bischoff has to say. Because <laughs> he has not been able to talk on a live mic in WWE for quite a few years. I bet he's going to say, I'm Eric Bischoff! Rah! Give me a job, please. I'm tired of making all these shitty reality TV shows. Nah, I think he's having a good time making reality TV shows. But, but what if he could be... The new Raw GM. Then he has to go on the road all the time. Instead of just hanging out making reality TV shows. He gets to do wrestling stuff. And not talking to Hulk Hogan. I mean, yes, that's a, it, he, that's his way he can further avoid Hulk Hogan, because Hulk Hogan has never come back to WWE. <laughs> right? I mean, he is going to be in town for WrestleMania. I, I mean, the, the company wouldn't bring him in after... All those videos and also talking about his penis, right? Look, 
Terry Bollea's penis is very different from Hulk Hogan's, and that's all that really matters when you think about it. Is that all that matters? Because there's a lot of stuff around that lawsuit. Look, you jabroni barks. Yes? Let me tell you about you working yourself up into a shoot. Uh-huh. Brother. You jack? It's about all. Don't do not do it. Don't work yourself into a shoot. Signed H- you dig? Signed HH. Never not. True. Well, also, there's one more uh, induction, and that's the Rock and Roll Express. Being inducted by Jim Cornette. That makes sense. And I'll, holy shit, do I want to hear Jim Cornette talk. That's going to be strange. He is a very loud person and very vocal about the business. Oh, I'm aware. I have a feeling he's going to say things that he does not clear with the company. Word. So, hell yeah. I can't. I cannot wait for this Hall of Fame induction ceremony. It's going to be great. Speaking of WrestleMania weekend, there's other news. Did you know about WrestleMania access? Uh, no, but I assume you're going to tell me. I mean, do you know what it is? Obviously, it's the thing that they do yes, at WrestleMania, the- where it's like, hey, come look at our cool matches and stuff. Yeah, we set up a ring in this convention center thing, and also... Wowie zowie! I've never been at WrestleMania access. I don't know why. Maybe maybe we should go some year. Sure, why not? That'd be fun. I mean, I don't know about... I don't like waiting in line for signatures and stuff, though. No. So that part probably wouldn't appeal to me. But watching wrestling matches would be appealing. And this year, there's going to be matches from NXT. No, I mean, there's always matches from NXT. But also there's matches from 205 Live. No. But also, there's matches... From the UK Championship Tournament. Sure! Because those guys haven't been doing jack shit since that tournament. They sure haven't. What the fuck are they doing with that stuff? I mean, they're hanging out in NXT, being chill bros or something. Only, like, a couple of them have shown up since. Like, the what, cool there's... ones have showed up. And Mustache Mountain is shit. And also... Pete Dunn is a scary man. Bruiserweight. I don't know. I understand why he's not on 205 Live. I mean, does he weigh 205, do you think? I think he does. I-, I would like if he didn't, and he just said he did, and no one questioned him. Because he's such a bruiser. Like, Wait. Yes, but, but it'd be funny if the, the contrary is like, I'm pretty sure no one has weighed this man. Also, he's killing everybody. Oh, God. But yeah, NXT, 205 Live, UK tournament people. Oh, also, Progress Wrestling is going to be there. Wait, the UK company? Yep. They're going to be at Access? Yep. Okay. Also, Insane Championship Wrestling, another UK wrestling promotion, is also going to be there. Really? Uh-huh. So some That's non- weird. Some non-WWE companies are going to be competing at Access. That's weird and kind of cool. It is. It's as if WWE's realizing, yo, they do like that WrestleCon thing, and have all these independent shows around, why don't we compete with them and run them the fuck out of town? Because... What culture pro wrestling? What's that? I see what you did there. 
No, really, what is it? I I I don't know. It's a wrestling promotion that Cody Rhodes shows up in, and is, I think he's the champion. I think. Really? I I I thought he wanted a belt of some sort there because any any indie promotion that can get him, I think the deal is he has to win a championship. I think that's how it works. Anywho, I don't know what that is, but I know that WrestleMania access is kind of crazy this year, and people should probably check it out. If you're going to be in the town. Sure. I wonder if the other companies are actually going to be able to use this footage or if it's going to be exclusive to the network or something. I've, I have no idea. So we'll, we'll find out in the coming weeks. Also, we have uh, we have one more bit of news. Which What's is that, Alan? probably the best news. Is that if you were on social media this past week... You cannot avoid the greatness that is Southpaw Regional Wrestling. We need to talk about the best thing that WWE has done in a very long time. And is that Southpaw Regional Wrestling? Yes. Which uh, is funny that you put in the notes the best original programming for the network, and then I had to correct you and go, it's on YouTube, it's not on the network. Because it's, but it should be. This whole thing, this whole fucking thing is actually a KFC ad. And that's amazing. It's real weird. I mean, did you see KFC put on a match between The Miz and Dolph Ziggler? Remember that I ad? did, in fact, see this, yes. And also... That was real weird. And also the se- the KFC ad where it's Enzo Moray wanting to fuck a bucket of chicken? That's also real weird. Not in a good way, though. Well, Especially because I had to watch that one, like, every single time before I watched all the uh, the episodes of... South Park Regional Wrestling, and that made me upset. Yeah. So, you know, KFC's been hit and miss, but they're consistently weird, and I kind of love it. And it makes me want to go out and support them for making this thing exist. Now that is a trap. I mean, I, I, I like the KFC. They have the Famous Bowl? Have, have you had the Famous Bowl? I have had the Famous Bowl. It's very good. I'll take Popeyes any day of the week. Uh, it's, Popeyes is a bit spicy. That's what makes it good. Uh, that's, I understand it, but I, I prefer. But the other thing is, my KFC is also a Taco Bell, so I can get a famous bowl and I can get some Doritos tacos. See, I have a combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. And you put the Taco Bell stuff onto the pizza. I mean, if you want. I mean, can you tell them to do it? I've never tried, but probably. You should try this. See what, okay, see, then. See what happens. They put the taco on the pizza. Pizza taco. That's, that's the thing you should do. You should get the Dorito taco shell and put the, the cheese and the sauce and the toppings from the pizza into the shell. Jamaica Avenue. Please try this and report back. Also, I need to point out this podcast is not sponsored by KFC or Taco Bell. But if they want to give us money, that'd be cool. Yeah, sure. I'm not going to say no. I, I I would like us to make some money. But yeah, talk to me about South Paul Regional Wrestling. It's a four-episode YouTube series that is kind of amazing. I don't even know where to begin with South Paul Regional Wrestling, because Jesus Christ... Like, it's very clear that 
all, in all the segments, SmackDown people are only in segments with SmackDown people, and Raw people are only with Raw people, because they clearly tape these backstage. Yeah. And I kind of love that. It's so obvious. Uh, also, I love Tyler Breeze's character in this. Yep, Tyler Breeze is a fucking masterclass. Like, he's like outside, got, and there's like no ADR, so you keep hearing the wind blowing, and also his mustache keeps falling off. Cena's gonna Cena. He misses his father. He does miss his father, and he misses being a uh, a journalist in Utica. Fandango died temporarily. And also, his wife left him, and he's very sad. Oh. Also, Tex Ferguson is a thing. Which, if you he doesn't have eyes anymore. It's true. Which, if you don't know, uh, that uh, Luke Gallows actually had a a character he made in New Japan called Sex Ferguson. <laughs> so they he just repurposed it for this, and it's kind of amazing. Also, the Ric Flair parts where he's actually advertising KFC. Yep, where they just got Ric Flair to do the actual ad part and pretend to be a Ric Flair impersonator. It's so good. Which is pretty fucking good. It's it's fantastic. I uh, People should go watch it. Also, they should tweet at the guy who made it and tell him to make more. Because that's what John Cena told us to do. Who is the guy that made it? Well, let me, let me pull up my... Uh, my Twitter so I can find that tweet where I said, yo, make more of this. Because it is quite good. You you talk while I uh while I look this up. I like the part where Chris Jericho was talking and TJ Perkins kept trying to take the microphone and Chris Jericho got mad because he's like, Don't take my microphone. I love that I didn't know that was him until like Someone mentioned it afterward. I'm like, oh shit. I had absolutely no idea it was TJ Perkins. I kept trying to figure out who it was. I was like, did they just fucking bring Cody Rhodes back for this? I just thought it was some random person. But also, the guy you should be tweeting at is uh, Brian Pelagato, which you can tweet him at P E L L E 1105 and say, please make more South Paul Regional Wrestling. Okay, then. Also, you maybe tweet at KFC, tell them to force them to do it with their money dollars. Or they should just do it and like because it's cool and people like it. Yeah, but if you can make money off of it, why not? Yeah, but I feel like now that they've proven that they that people just like it and they don't need to KFC it. like I don't know. The, the Ric Flair go, woo, crispy. Woo! Tangy! It's kind of the best part. It is pretty good, I'm not gonna lie. So I, I kind of love that it's an advertisement, and I think they should totally do it again. <laughs> Man, it's so much... You can tell they had so much fun doing this. Oh, yeah. It's great. And I, I had fun watching it. Go look it up on YouTube. South Paul Regional Wrestling. It's four episodes. About, like, seven minutes an episode. It's totally worth your time. Indeed. So is that it for the wrestling news? As far as I can tell. You got anything? Nope, uh, nope. I pretty much grabbed everything I could and threw it out there. So What? 
now we go from talking about you know some of the best stuff WWE's put out to talking about some of the worst. Because we're going to talk about Monday. Hey now, we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw. Also, did you say hey now? Yes, I did. Did you not? And you didn't follow it. You're an all star. I did not. Fucked up. No, I don't think I did actually. That's true. If if you uh, if you say enough lyrics, uh, Smash Mouth actually shows up and demands money. Yeah, exactly. So let's move on and talk about Raw. Oh, and let's talk about the most important thing that happened on Raw. Okay, what was the most important thing that happened on Raw? Are you ready for this? N- no. Hold on. There is now a fifth woman in the Raw women's division! Wait, what? Since when? Dana Brooke was allowed to have a match. Oh. She's kind of half a woman in the division. Because she shows up only when it's convenient. Yeah, and also she's not very good still. And also she's not in the match at WrestleMania. And also she got booted in the face by Charlotte and pinned. Why did this happen? Why did any of this happen? Because they needed to have the big blow-off between Dana Brooke and Charlotte so that Dana Brooke can go back to being Emma's lackey or something, I guess, or maybe. does not exist anymore? I'd be okay with that, too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, this, I didn't watch this match, but from what I saw, it did not look very good. No, it wasn't. Remember when Dana Brooke was, like, halfway decent? Oh, because she was actually, like, you know, in, in an area where she could, like, work on her craft, like NXT? I don't know what you're talking about. You know, developmental? Where you develop? You know? Nope, nothing. Oh, okay. What? Anyway. Yeah, what? Yeah, that happened. Mm-hmm. Also, Stephanie McMahon continues to be the worst character ever. Weird. She's the worst. I can't believe it. Yep. And as always, Stephanie has absolutely no comeuppance whatsoever because she is unkillable and undefeatable and everything is terrible. Yeah, just full disclosure, I I've, I watched bits and pieces of Raw because I cannot sit through three hours of it, which is, again, the reason I'm not going next week. But everything I saw, Stephanie, it just seemed like she went backstage and said, yo, fuck you. I'm going to put you in this match where you could lose your WrestleMania thing. And also... Why? Because vague anger at McFoley people. Ah! Also, McFoley got fired. Oh, yeah, McFoley got fired. And Sami Zayn came out to be like, that sucks. You suck. Stop sucking. To which Stephanie was like, okay, cool. How about you go fight Samoa Joe and die now? And he did. I mean, Sami Zayn could have fought like... A light gust of wind and would have died too. True. Because that's the way he's booked, is that he is just garbage Russell man. What I'm saying he's is He's got more heart than brains. I was just say he should just be Duke the Dumpster Josie now. No. Alright, yeah, that's a bit mean. That's the thing about the, the roster in WWE right now is everyone's good at wrestling. Just they they aren't booked to actually be worth caring about. Well 
Dana Brooke. Okay, most... She doesn't count, come on, to be fair. He'll turn. He'll turn. Anyway, so... Bailey got pinned because, you know, Bailey can't win. Cleanly, right? Yep, clean. I mean, you know, it was a no disqualification match, then she got hit with a chair, I think. But, like, you know... I, I, I didn't see that part. I just, I just saw her get pinned <clears throat> and go, what the fuck... Oh, yeah, no, it was clean. Why is... No DQ match, but, you know. Like, no one interfered. Nope. And Bailey just fucking lost. Because... Yep. So I don't... So, see, this would make sense... Our women's champion, everybody! See, this would make sense, like, talking about this in the other women's match, if Charlotte was the champion. Go, oh, yeah, she won, she looks strong heading into the match, and Bailey is the underdog, and she's losing, but maybe she'll get it together and win the title... Except that she has the fucking title, and she's losing. All the time. And she's, like, unlikable because she cheated to win the belt, and she's okay with that? I mean, I don't know if I'd go that far, because I think that, like... She is totally okay with cheating. I don't think I'd go that far, but they've done a poor job of justifying why she would be okay with keeping the belt. Much like they did with uh, Daniel Bryan when he should have given up the belt when he got injured. He was like, no, because fuck you. Ah. See, that's a good reason, because fuck you. Instead of, no, I'm the champion because I deserve it. Which is like, no, you kind of don't because you always lose. I mean, but then again, that was the thing with Daniel Bryan is he should have given up the belt. But he's also but so he- delusional and has head injuries. Oh, he'll turn. Oh, sorry. I don't even remember what my train of thought was here. You just made me too sad. I'm, I'm sorry. That's how Raw usually is. It makes me sad. Uh, yeah. What were we talking about again? Uh, we were talking about Bailey constantly losing. Right. Yeah. Bailey's terrible. Also, she tried to. Fuck Cesaro and Sheamus out of their match because, oh, wait. again, vague anger at Mick Foley. But little did she know that both Enzo and Cass and Luke Gals and Carl Anderson are fucking idiots. Yeah. What the hell? What, what was this match? Like, why did it... One, why did it happen? And two, why did the things in the match happen? Because, of course, these guys can't work together. Ah, they're so angry. They can't work towards a common cause of making it so they have a much easier time at WrestleMania. Yeah, like, that would be the logical thing. Oh, make it a one-on-one match instead of having, oh, we could be not be in the decision of the match and not be the champions. Whoops. Oopsies. They should just make it a fatal four-way and another team just because fuck it. Put the shine. St- I mean, they the should, but yeah. Th- what's their other team that they have? The shining stars. Yes, I just said the shining stars. Put them in. Why not? They like. Do they even exist anymore? They have about as much momentum as every other team. And by that, like, what I happened mean to zero. the Golden Truth? I don't. I don't know. Who? Who are they? Well, busting our truth. Our truth's on the poster for WrestleMania, so maybe. Is he? Please fucking explain why Archer's on the poster for WrestleMania. I, what? No, you have to explain that to me. I, I, I don't know. 
He hasn't been on TV in months. Why is he on the poster? No, like the last time he was relevant was like they were was when they were doing that like fucking Pokemon Go bit. And that was like three years ago. Yeah, remember Pokemon Go? I try to forget it every day. You bought the fucking watch thing. Well, it, because I could. I'm a bad person. We know this. Obviously. Come on, man. Oh, I'm pulling up the poster now just to make sure that I'm correct in this. Yep. Yep. Give me the green light. Because that's what's up. At least Bailey's on it. Is that a good thing? No. Anyway, uh, do you want to talk about people that also suck, but I, I'm glad that they suck? Well, I think they updated the poster and took our truth out of it now, actually. That's kind of funny. Oh, no! Yeah, because Maurice is on it now, and Alexa Bliss. And, like, a very small version of Barry Corbin. <laughs> Uh, well, he is a tiny man. True. But what, what were you going to talk about? I was going to talk about Chris Jericho's highlight reel, where he introduces all to the real Kevin Owens. I, I, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, so did I. Because here's the thing, John. Mm-hmm. This wasn't a dumb Photoshop bit. This was an actual photo. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a prank. It wasn't some goofy like, "Oh, look at this dumb idiot!" Herp derp derp. This was like, "Yo, look at this guy who actually legit loves me, and I'm his idol, and he turned on me because he couldn't handle the fact that I'm his fucking idol, and it's perfect because it's it's fits right into exactly what the Kevin Owens story is." which is that he's a super talented, super great guy, like super good at his job guy who surrounds himself with fucking people that are arguably better than him because he has no self-esteem and then he gets upset about the fact that like they're as good if not better than him and he murders them because he can't handle the fact that he has no self-esteem. Mhm. Mm and it makes so much sense, and it fits perfectly into who he is and what his character is. And, like, having Chris Jericho see through that and, like, have the wily veteran instinct to, like, see through that and know what he's doing is, like, fucking awesome. And, like, makes Kevin Owens seem like a way cooler character than just, like, if they did the, oh, Kevin Owens is an idiot. And, you know... They did that a little bit with the whole, like, oh, he was a pimply-faced nerd, derp, derp, but, like... But he was. I'm, I'm... <laughs> and They pulled back on it, and I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Kevin Owens was a wrestling... He was a Chris Jericho fan, like all of us were back in the 90s. He was a Jericho-holic. And the best part was Jericho saying that he was a, he was a Chris Jericho fan... He was marking out, man. I said that's that was a funny. little too Matt Striker for my taste. I thought it if was. I'm being honest. I, I thought Chris Jericho could pull it off. And it was really funny. I don't care. I, I, Jericho pulled it off because it, it was good. I laughed. It was fine. But then the th I enjoyed every part of this segment, especially when no, fucking. I didn't like the last part. 
Kevin Owens ripped up the list of Jericho like a son of a gun. Why why did he do that? Because he's evil! But the, it's the list! How dare he? He was about he's to the most close. evil villain in the company, and that's why he's great. I mean, actually evil, unlike Stephanie, who's just... Uh, yeah, that's a good description for her. Uh, yeah. One more time. Uh, nope, nope, you went too far, you went too far, went too far, back it up. Uh, nope, nope, stop, please. For the love of God, can we move on, please? Thank you, please move on, please. John, what what else is happening on Raw? Hey, Owen, did you know that Triple H and... Seth Rollins are going to have a match at WrestleMania, even though they shouldn't have a match at WrestleMania because apparently Seth Rollins is too injured to have a match at WrestleMania. What? Unsanctioned! Or sorry, no, they. but first we have to sign a contract with a hold harmless agreement. John, you said it was an unsanctioned match. Why is there a contract? It's a hold harmless agreement. Sir, it's a contract so that they can't be sued if Seth Rollins dies in his match. It's a contract. It is a contract signing for a match that is not actually a match. But also, why is this a match? Like, why is this happening? Like, I what possible good is there to get out of an unsanctioned match in 2017 WWE where if we think about the last unsanctioned match, big unsanctioned match of note say for example uh, the SummerSlam 2002 match like you were telling, you reminded me that match is fucking great though that match is but that match is bloody and brutal and violent and oh god yeah. Everyone is fucking dying. You know, things that you can't do in 2017 WWE because PG now, Jake. It's WrestleMania, though. Color here and there. Yeah, but you really think that they're going to be willing to, like, really upset Mattel just for, like... It's unsanctioned, John. Clearly they can. Here's the thing, John. It's unsanctioned, right? What if right. they, what if they use this opportunity to let Seth Rollins win with the fucking curb stomp? I would be upset and hate it. Why? Because, because it, I, it reminds you that he can't do it for reals. Well, that and also because I I think that Seth Rollins winning would actually be terrible. You know he's gonna win, right? He can't win. Why? Why can't he win? Because if he wins, then it's terrible. Because they've made him look so fucking weak and shitty in all this. The whole thing is like, oh man, I'm so injured. I'm so weak that like I shouldn't be having this match, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Like Seth Rollins has to lose so that he can like come back stronger and and like fucking take out all of Triple H's goon squad and then fucking like get Triple H at SummerSlam or whatever. Like, if they're smart, they let this story keep playing out. I know they're not smart, and they're not going to do that, and that's why everything is awful. Yeah, see, John, here's here's your mistake. Number one, you're saying that it's bad that they're booking him like a raw babyface. Because that's how they booked them all. They're all weak and shitty. And two, you're trying to say that they would actually, you know, 
book a Seth Rollins injury angle properly after they completely fucked it up the first time. I know, right? Like, are you watching this show? Do you not understand that they can't do any of this properly? I'm fully aware of this. I'm just saying if you're actually going to do this and you actually care about fixing the problem, now's the time. They don't. And they won't. But they should. I'm just saying, you're, you're ridiculous for thinking that Seth Rollins isn't going to win this match because, of course, he is because it's the Raw booking team. I didn't say I don't think he's going to win it. I said he shouldn't win it. There's a difference. Okay, well, he's, he is going to win it, and you're going to be sad. Probably. But if he does the curb stomp, I'm kind of okay with it. But I I doubt they're going to go that far. They'll have him win with a fucking pedigree, because of course they will. <sighs> Falcon Arrow, maybe? Phoenix Splash, rather? No, they'll, they'll make him do the pedigree, because of course. It's symbolic. Or something, I don't know. Stupid. Oh, you mean like when uh, when Big Boss Man got hung by the Undertaker? That was cool. What does it mean? It's symbolism. <laughs> that was in Philadelphia. That was a good time. Wonder maybe they should what bring that mean? up in the rest. If they do a WrestleMania Rewind segment, they should show that that clip. But what does it mean? I mean, no one knows, John. It's it's a it's a it's a WrestleMania mystery to this day. They should clearly get Scooby-Doo on the case. You want to talk about the cruiserweights? No, but you're going yeah, to? Yeah, me neither. Oh, you're not? Nah. Good, because that whole passport thing was dumb and bad. Yeah, no, and it was in poor taste, considering our fucking current political climate. Yeah. Yeah, that's real bad. I'm also just going to throw this out there. I, I watched a little bit of 205 Live. I watched all of it. We're going to talk about it later. I, I watched, like, the the first match and then was like, you know what? I think I'm good on this. Oh, you missed, and you missed a good Dash Day segment. I, I just want to say this about the Cruiserweights. Maybe, maybe this is unfair of me. Maybe this is wrong of me. But can we just give up on them? Uh, hmm. Yes, but also no. Like, can we just admit this was a failed experiment and move on already? Like, I I love the idea of a cruiserweight division, but this is just sad. How about I I tweak it a little bit? How about we do it so that the cruiserweight division still exists? But also, they're a part of the rest of the fucking show. Like what, That works, too. Like, what if we could have Tony Nese and Drew Gulak go after the tag team titles? Like, think about that. Because they're, they're not really doing much with those two. What if they could actually go after the, the other people in that division and revitalize it? Instead of but being don't you stuck? understand, Owen? They're small, tiny men. They can't do anything. Gulak's not small, tiny man. Fuck you. He's the best. Tony Nese is a premier athlete. It could work. You're a premier athlete. They just need to figure out how to show up when the ropes aren't purple. Seems to be a problem. I believe the purple ropes are a trap. It's impossible. They're, they're, they're trapped in there like ghosts. They're trapped in the purple zone? Like Ghostbusters. Yep. Oh, man. 
the purple zone. Like, whenever they show up anywhere, the lights in the backstage automatically turn purple. Yeah, it's fucked up. And, like, there's a force field that prevents anyone else from the roster from even going near them. Pretty much. Like, remember when the New Day talked to Jack Gallagher that one time, and then they're like, wait, that shouldn't exist? Never again. Also, The Undertaker got speared by Roman Reigns. What? Do you care? No. I, I yeah, me neither. I mean, I'll, I guess I'll care about the match when it happens. I mean, I like that it was Roman Reigns finally doing something that actually makes him a heel for once. Is he, though? I mean, yeah, because he's fighting The Undertaker at WrestleMania, and that instantly makes him the heel. Yeah. But if like I'm not saying it's because they're actively trying to make him the heel. I'm saying it's because they're just doing it by the happenstance of, well, it's the Undertaker at WrestleMania and anybody who fights the Undertaker is the heel because it's the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I-, I would go deeper about this match, but I think that next week when we have our WrestleMania roundtable, we're going to have a lot of things to talk about about how this match will end. Because I, I feel like a, a lot of people will go one way and a lot of people will go the other way. I mean, I can give you a, a preview right now. Sure. I think The Undertaker's going to win. I I don't. And we will we'll go deeper into that next week. Okay, sure. And plus also we'll have two other guests who have opinions. Maybe one of them say it'll be a draw. Then Undertaker's record will be something... Whatever the number is, one and one. Wouldn't that be shitty? <laughs> I believe it is twenty-three and one. And one. I don't think that's going to happen. But wouldn't that be shitty if it did? It's such a raw move. Yeah. Oh man, I hope so. if someone's going to WrestleMania, could they make the sign where it has the one and one and? It- Sing, sing, signaling that it's going to be a draw could that be really funny anyway that's raw I give it a out of that's, that's pretty high for you I'm surprised wasn't as bad as it's been but it was still pretty bad the crowd was good yeah it was alright they sure chanted for, for Paige that one match they really wanted Paige. Which we did not discuss in the news segment, because that is not something we want to discuss. <laughs> Wait, what happened? You didn't Paige hear? Did you do something? Did, are you serious? I'm actually completely dead serious. You did not hear? Okay. I wasn't going to bring it up on the podcast, but now apparently I have to, because you didn't hear about the whole, oh, someone hacked Paige's phone. And there's some there's some real shit. What? There's some real shit on there, man. What? Are you serious? I'm dead serious. What? Yeah, there's a bunch of nude photos of her. As you do. One of them involving the NXT Women's Championship. Nice. I mean, yes, but also no. Because other people use that belt. I mean, I'm assuming it's her personal belt. I I don't think it was. I don't. I really don't think it was. But also, yo. Also, there's videos. 
Oh, jeez. Do you want to see Paige's sex tape? Because it's online. Not really. Well, are you interested who it was with? Please tell me it's not Alberto. No, it's much, much better. It's Brad Maddox. What? Yep. And then also, guess what? There's another video, another sex tape. And it's her and Brad Maddox and Xavier Woods. <laughs> I just broke you, didn't I? Wow, oh my God. It's real. You know why, John? Because for because I'm a journalist, I had to go look at it and Yeah, that's real. That's a real thing that's out there on the internet. I don't recommend looking it up. Oh my god! Yeah, dude. I can't believe you missed this. I had no idea. It's sure is a thing. Again, I I can't tell people listening to this podcast to look it up, but it's it's not hard to find. But don't. Jesus Christ, that that sucks. Yeah, but I can't believe I didn't hear about this. Holy fuck, that's horrible. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, you know, it's a crime, though, because there's stolen stuff. Yeah, because the shit was fucking stolen! But it's, but it's out there now. And, uh, I think the current plan of WWE is to let this blow over, you know, because it was clearly stolen, not, like, put out by them. So Yeah, like, what the fuck are they gonna do? I mean, they could reprimand Xavier Woods, because, yo. For what? Having sex with someone on his off time? I mean, he... It's a it's it, it's a weird it's a weird gray area because it's stolen and also they're consenting adults so it's fine but also WWE kid image it's it's all confusing but everything will turn out fine I'm assuming because they have they didn't do anything on Monday it's, it's crazy all right then anywho do you want to talk about SmackDown sure. SmackDown is a show. It's the best show of the week. It was a pretty decent episode this week. Because the first match of the night was a match of the year contender. It's pretty good. American Alpha versus the Usos for the Tag Team Championships. Indeed. We're in Amer- the Usos be American Alpha last week, so let's give them a title match. Because that's... I mean, that's typically how it goes. I mean, it, it, it totally makes sense. And, yo, this match was great. It was so smartly booked. Like, it slowly built up, and then, you know, when it got to the point where, yo, the match should finish, it didn't, because it they just found ways of breaking up the pinfalls or getting out of the near falls that were totally believable. And then the way it ended was, yo, they keep breaking up our pinfalls, so let's throw Chad Gable into the crowd so he can't get back. And then... The Usos, you know, crotched Jason Jordan on the ropes, super kicked him in the face, and won the belts. Usos are the Titan champions. What? Because they're Samoan. Have you heard this? I have heard this about them. And it's clear it was not paranoia. It was the Usos kicking you in the face and winning the belts. So good for them. I'm sure they have a great big plan for WrestleMania now with them. 
Yeah, about that. Did you watch Talking Smack? I did. We will talk about that at the end, because it's pretty good. Uh, what else happened on SmackDown? Um, what do you think about Total Bellas? Have you seen that show? It's a bad show. I, I watched a couple episodes of it. It was it was alright. John Cena is in the same person with a bunch of house rules. They apparently the Miz and Reese found a lost episode that they that we aired during SmackDown, which is really yo. What if we did the uh, Miz and Maurice doing sketch comedy and dressing up as John Cena and Marie and uh, Nikki Bella and being amazing at it? Sure. These these segments were so damn funny. I, I can't even do them justice. Like just the the small details, like when the Miz shows up as John Cena, he does the salute and points at the camera and says, "Let's go," before running over to the table. And the whole bit at the beginning of the second part where he was kept saying "Nikki, I love you," and then you clearly see a guy with a cue card behind <laughs> Nikki. It's pretty good. It's all good. It it I, again, I can't do it justice. It's on YouTube, the entire thing. It's in my article about last night at ProWrestling.cool. You should you should watch it. It's the Miz and Reese are incredible, and they are totally making this feud. It's one of the matches I'm most excited about. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. Well, remember when we said those were the leaked matches? I was like, both you and I were like, why? Why is John Cena in this match? That makes no sense. And now you're seeing it in action go, oh, this makes total sense, because this is incredible. Indeed. Because SmackDown is amazing at writing feuds. Including all of a sudden making the Intercontinental title match matter. Which they've been doing for the past couple weeks. Because they've remembered, hey, this is the belt we have. It should be defended at the show. So, do you remember uh, Baron Corbin uh, fighting, uh, actually jumping uh, Dean Ambrose backstage and then killing him with a forklift? Yes. Like he, he crushed him and now he's dead forever? And he, he's been gone since? So I heard. Well, apparently Dean Ambrose resurrected as a uh, forklift ghost. Because, Makes sense. Because he showed up during Randy Orton versus uh, Baron Corbin on a forklift out of nowhere. Like, how how did he summon this forklift? He clearly has ghost powers, and then also he accepted the match and then proceeded to beat the shit out of Baron Corbin. Well, good. But here's the problem, though, is that they announced the match is official, but it's just Baron Corbin versus Dean Ambrose for the title. There's no stipulation. Oh. They need to, they need to do that next week. They need to make this a no-holds-barred match. Either that or make it a forklift match. You know how a forklift match works, right? Not sure. Well, I'm going to make it up right now. So how it works is that both men are in forklifts, and they're in a circle, and it's sumo rules. You have to knock the other person out of the circle. Sure. So would, would you watch this? Uh, maybe? 
Forklifts are pretty cool, man. Have Have you played the, this game called Shenmue? I have played a bunch of that game. There are forklifts in that, and they are pretty cool. You race them. I mean, I was I was gonna think they should have a race, but I think you know that probably wouldn't fly. So let's have a match instead. We'll see what they do. Regardless of the stipulation, I I guarantee there's gonna be a forklift involved. Unlike last time, Dean Ambrose had a WrestleMania match, which was built with props where they were not used. That was a bummer of a match. At least Barry Corbin seems like someone who would actually be willing to do this shit. Oh, um, you want to know what else happened on SmackDown? Sure. How about Bray Wyatt? He's a guy. I mean, he's he's like a god now, pretty much. He's something. He's like a voodoo... Voodoo priest man? Like, he can summon magical shit now? Like all, of, like, all of a sudden, Randy Orton's backstage, and next thing you know, the floor is made of wood for no reason. Whoa! And a, a thousand Eric Rowan show up. That that part was kind of cool. I, I did not expect there to be a thousand Eric Rowans, but... Which I'm, I want to assume that was just all the cruiserweights. Do, do you think it was all the cruiserweights? I don't know, actually. I hadn't thought about that, but maybe. Instead of hiring a bunch of, you know... Indie people, you have all these cruiserweights that are doing like nothing, so why not? Oh, and then Bray Wyatt showed up and you know blessed him with some weird badminton racket. That was that was pretty all right. And then says, "You killed my one weakness, and now I've absorbed all the powers, and now I'm a crazy voodoo man for reals now with actual powers." And fuck you, I'm gonna kill you. So yeah, whoops. Bray Wyatt's got superpowers now. Hooray! And this feud actually feels like a championship caliber feud now. And fuck, I'm I'm curious how this match will go. Do you think the actual match will be good? Uh... I'm hoping it is. I feel like this is like Bray Wyatt's moment to actually put on like. The best match of his career. I'm hoping it'll be good. No, Randy Orton's also really good at wrestling, so I, I have faith in it. Just, I'm just worried that you know the build for this is building the expectations really, really high. The point they are quite high. Yes, high on ashes because he snorted all those ashes. Okay, then. I mean, you saw him put them all over himself, right? Did see that, yes. And now he's tripping the fuck out and changing the rules of reality? Just saying. Sounds like some drugs. Get some of that. I guess so. Get, getting that, some of that Sister A up in your system. Fuck. Yep. Uh, remember South Paul Regional Wrestling we were talking about earlier? Yeah. Well. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. But, uh,. What do you think about Lance Cameron and Chet Cheddarfield, our announcers? I like them. What if we put them in a match, except that they were actually their WWE personas? Say what? Yeah, John Cena fought Fandango, and I was very excited about this. Uh, ir- like, irrationally excited. And then the actual match came up, and then it became even more amazing than I expected. 
Because, hey, John, remember the whole uh, Total Bellas thing with uh, Maurice and Miz dressing up as Nikki and John Cena? Mm-hmm. What if Tyler Breeze was also Nikki Bella? <laughs> yeah, that part was something all right. Why did this happen? <laughs> like, why? That's a good question. Like, there's no reason for this, because they already did a Nikki Bella parody, then they did another one, except it was Tyler Breeze, and somehow it was better? Which I, like, I don't, I don't understand why I love this so much, but I did. The mind boggles. Tyler Breeze has pretty nice legs. Not gonna lie. See him wearing his hot pants? I did. It was very... It, it gave me weird feelings. I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. It was just weird in general. But yeah... It was weird. But yeah, then uh, Fandango threw a bunch of tickets at John Cena because he was wearing jorts in 2017, which is a clearly a fashion violation. It's a, clearly a faux pas. Yeah. And then he introduced us to Breezy Bella, and I was like, fuck... So good. And then the match happened, and spoiler, John Cena killed Fandango. In like two seconds. And also, Bre- uh, or Nikki Bella showed up and speared the boobs out of Breezy Bella. And it probably cut herself doing it. That was, yeah. That was weird. This apparently happened. Boobs are dangerous, man. Or- well, it was because she didn't take off her hat, apparently? I don't understand how a hat cut you. Have you ever sp- cut on the have brim you, or something? Have you ever speared somebody while wearing a hat? No. Then I, I guess we don't know. Maybe that is a thing that can happen. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they they, uh, they did their uh, you know in in unison finishers, which was better this time at least. It wasn't perfect, but it was a lot better. And uh, yeah, that was your John Cena Nikki Bella interaction for the night. Huzzah! I still think I like the Total Bellas bullshit version of them better. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, what else happened on the All Smackdown? Oh, the remember how the Raw women had some segments and it was terrible. Yeah, the the Smackdown women had had a segment and it was slightly better. Oh, did they? Yeah, because. Of- uh, Becky Lynch and Carmella were going to have a match, and we're like, oh god, Carmella's going to wrestle. And then Natalia realized that and go, nah, she's not going to wrestle this match. I'm going to jump in and beat the shit out of everybody. And then we pulled Aurora Rumble, and everyone showed up and started fighting. Though, did you see the part where James Ellsworth got thrown in front of Becky Lynch and got totally kicked in the face? That was really good. I did not. You didn't? Because they replayed on Talking Smack with with uh, Danny Bryan constantly yelling about the, the hog getting it in the face. Oh, right. No, I did see this, actually. Yes, that was very good. But yeah, the thing is that the segment ended with the champion on top looking strong. Weird, right? Like, can you believe that? Like, it ash- the segment actually built up the thing that it needed to do? Because last week, the champion was, you know, 
very self-conscious about her odds and, you know, is she actually, like, worthy to be a champion without anyone else helping her? And then this week she goes, wait, yeah, I can use the distraction of everyone else fighting each other to get the upper hand. I can totally win this match. And she showed that for the crowd, so there you go. Now we have it set up that it's believable that she can walk out of this match as champion, even though she probably won't. Huzzah! Yeah, but it's good. Alexa Bliss looks strong. Bailey looks awful in her match. That's unfortunate. Well, you know. Yeah. I am looking forward to this uh, this women's match for SmackDown because, again, like JBL keeps pointing out, we don't know what the stipulation is. Like, is this a battle royal? Is it a fatal number way? Is it a gauntlet match? Is it going to be a match where it's kind of... Is it a, a championship scramble? Have you seen one of those? No, what is that? Championship scramble is a... Well, normally it's six people. And there's a, a, a timer on the match. Like, it's a time limit. And any fall... Like, if anyone gets a pinfall or a submission... They are the current champion. But the match continues, because there's a time limit. Whoever ends up being the current champion, when the time expires, is then the official champion. Sure. That was how the Brian Kendrick was WWE champion, temporarily. Whoa! But it wasn't official, because he didn't end the match as the champion. Oh. But yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure I've sent you that picture where the graphic says the Brian Kendrick current WWE champion. <laughs> yeah, they haven't done one of those matches in a while. That'd be kind of fun. But that would also require them giving the women time on the, the WrestleMania card, which I don't know if they'll actually do that. But there is one more thing to talk about SmackDown, John, and that is the segments, segments plural, of AJ Styles and Shane McMahon. Oh my. Because remember last week AJ Styles you know, cut his promo in the ring and then waited outside in the parking lot and then proceeded to murder Shane McMahon through that window? So I remember. Well, AJ Styles remember. He said, I'm going to do that again because it was so much fun. And also, apparently I'm not fired anymore because Shane McMahon really wants to fight me that badly. It's true. And also... Yo, I'm the best thing on SmackDown. If you fire me, then your show is garbage. Which is kind of true, but then again, the rumors are coming around that he's going to leave after WrestleMania and go to Raw. AJ? Yeah, that's the rumor. Really? Well, I mean, huh. if he's fighting the, the head of the of the brand, and then, you know, he probably wants to get out of there because he's having, being held down, right? Sure. That's the rumor. The rumor is, you know, I, I didn't want to report it in news because this is all, you know, hearsay. But the rumor is that he, he is going to go to Raw after WrestleMania and SmackDown is going to get Roman Reigns. Sad, sure. Sad trombone. But here's the thing, though. If Roman Reigns come, you know, beats The Undertaker and goes to SmackDown... He could team up with the Usos and form a uh, heel Samoan stable. 
and that'd be kind of okay. But again, that's fancy booking, and we don't know if any of this is true. But, but uh, back on topic to uh, Shane McMahon and AJ Styles. So AJ went, you know, cut his promo in the ring, saying that you know he is SmackDown essentially, which is kind of true. Then he goes backstage into the parking lot, waits for Shane. Except, here's the thing: Shane McMahon can watch the television show. And realizes, yo, he's going to jump me again, so I'm going to take another entrance into the arena? So he did that, and uh, called out AJ Styles, who was informed from the parking lot that, yo, he's in the ring and he wants to see you. AJ Styles comes out very slowly and tries to apologize, because, whoops, he doesn't have the upper hand anymore, so... Please, please forgive me, please... Please don't, uh, don't beat me up. Except Shane says, fuck you, I'm going to beat you up anyway. As happens. Which, I don't, I, I didn't see it as a heel move. Because, yo, he threw his head through a, a, an actual window of a car. Fuck that guy. It was maybe a little unnecessary, but, well, you, knew, you know. You knew Styles was going to, you know, try to sucker him in, because after Shane hit the first punch... Instead of trying to run away, AJ actually took a swing at him. So clearly it was going to be a trap. But I love this final brawl because it set up a lot of things for the match at WrestleMania. Number one, it showed, yo, Shane is actually going to take some bumps in this match. And, you know, make them look good. Like when he got thrown into the side of that barricade, it looks great. And then he, in number two, it showed that, yo, Shane's actually going to be able to pull off moves because AJ Styles is such a pro. Like that belly-to-belly suplex looked great. Even though it was clearly all AJ Styles, you know, doing all the work. It was pretty good. And three, they set up the uh, the spot of him, you know, doing the elbow off of the top rope through the announce table. Showing you, reminding you, yo, Shane's going to do a crazy spot. But it's not going to be this one, because he just did it now, so it's going to be even crazier. Wait until WrestleMania to find out what it is. Yeah, I like I liked this a lot. I'm, I'm really excited about this match. It might be the match I'm most excited about, which is an insane thing to say. It's a little insane. I, I am an insane person, clearly. I don't, I just, clearly. I don't get it. Because remember, when they, when the rumor came out, I went... Why is AJ Styles in this match and not in the title match in the main event? That's stupid. And then the SmackDown booking committee got together and said, well, take a look at this. And I went, okay, that's pretty good. Let's hope the match actually you know, is going to be good. Um, also, uh, Matchdown Babylon in the chat says, it is not that insane that I think it's going to be the best because it's going to be a fun spot fest. And I sure. half agree that's going to be a fun a fun spot fest, but also I feel like AJ's going to bring a lot of actual wrestling to the match, too. And, you know, drag Shane McMahon along for the ride. And that's going to be fun. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. That's SmackDown. Also, 205 Live was really good. Did you watch 205 Live? Nope. Did you watch Talking Smack? 
did. I, I wasn't super crazy about Talking Smack. Also, I was wrong. 205 Live is garbage. I meant to say Talking Smack was good. Because, uh, yeah, one of, the, one of the big guests on... Good save. Yes, thank you. It's a live show. And it's... And I just talked for a long time. So let's pr- quickly go through Talking Smack. The Usos showed up, John. The Usos are so damn likable on two on a again I almost did it again on Talking Smack, and it's upsetting because they're such shitty heels on the actual show. You you said you didn't watch Talking Smack, right? I did see this part. Good. Because let me tell you something, John. The SmackDown Tag Team titles, they're hall passes. I heard this. And because you could you could tell when whichever Uzo said that first, he kind of thought back, like, wait, what did I just say? And then they rolled it into this whole thing about, you know, back, you know, back in, like, grade school, taking the hall pass and waving to your friends in the other classes. Yeah. And, and not being able to get into trouble because it's a hall pass. I think that was a really fun analogy, and I want to see them actually use that in the actual show. It was a good analogy, yeah. It was fun. But then the fun bit happened where Daniel Bryan, where they asked Daniel Bryan to give them a match at WrestleMania, and he said yes. And then instantly, you could see the face on Daniel Bryan and Renee as someone in, in their ear said, no, you can't do that. <laughs> You don't have actual power. You can't actually make that match. Which is bullshit. And they, and then they actually had to backpedal and go, wait, actually, we can't do that because this is a f- fake show and I don't actually have power. And But it, but Danny Brown was like, yo, but you really should have a match at WrestleMania. And if you want the Usos to have a match at WrestleMania because they're very good at their job, hashtag Usos WrestleMania on Twitter. Spread the word. And how terrible is that? Yeah, I know. They should put the Raw tag belts on the pre-show and put the SmackDown ones on the main show. That's all I'm saying. Hell, I'd even do American Alpha versus the Usos again. I'd watch that match. I've already seen it twice now. Who cares? It's great. It's great every time. How many times did we see the Usos fight the Wyatt family? A lot. And how many times was it great? Almost every time. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty good. So, yeah, bunch of those times. Yeah, so do it. Give American Alpha a match at WrestleMania with the Usos. I, it's better than that triple threat they're doing on Raw. Guarantee you that one. Uh, also, so did you say anything else from uh, Talking Smack? Yeah, I did. Did you see the part where just out of nowhere, Danny Bryan talked about the? Uh, the contract signing for the unsanctioned match on Raw. Yes. And he's like, that's really fucking, that's really something, huh? Like, with a shitty grin on his face. And Renee's like, come on, you can't, you can't be shitting on our own product. There's a brand split, but really, it's still WWE. Come on, man. He was like, I, apparently I can, though, because I just did. Because fuck you and fuck Raw. I love Danny Bryan on this show. It, it is, him and Renee are why, Talking Smack works so well, and why Raw Talk will never work. Because you need someone on there who just does not give a fuck and will just say whatever and be entertaining. 
Also, John Cena showed up and uh, sucked all the fun out of the room. Indeed. You saw that bit? Yeah, that that was when I turned it off because it was like, this is not fun I mean, it wasn't, anymore. It wasn't fun, but it was very good. Because I liked how he kept calling him Mike. He refused to call him The Miz. He just kept calling him Mike. And got into super serious Cena promo mode. And I'm like, this should have been on the main show. Why are you putting it on my fun show? I don't get it, but... SmackDown's two hours, so I guess you gotta put it somewhere. Because it's still a good promo. Eh. Yeah, Thomas Mac's good. You should watch it. Would you like to hear about 205 Live briefly? Sure. I'll go through it quickly. Um, first up, uh, fuck TJ Perkins. He's garbage. Oh. Remember that he was the first Cruiserweight champion? I do. Well, um, apparently everyone else forgot because he jobbed out the Tony Nice. Well, yeah, I mean, at least Tony Nice won by hitting him into an exposed turnbuckle and then hitting him with the running niece, which I still think is a funny name for a move. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, TJ Perkins just keeps jobbing out. And it's like, do something with him. Mm hmm. Turn him heel or something. Anything. Then just make him constantly dab during matches and just to piss everybody off. How about that? Turn the dab against everybody. Uh, sure. Then he yells at all the guys. That'd be something. Then he yells at the and you can't dab, only I can dab. I'm the dab man. Then also, I guess have boss music instead of his crazy Mega Man music? Sure, okay. Like, what's, what's, a, what's a game series that people... Oh, that's it. Instead of giving him Mega Man music, give him Mighty Number no. Nine music. The ultimate heel. Oh God! Turn. The ultimate heel turn. <laughs> uh, I'm an idiot. Anyway, you know who's not an idiot? Who's that? Drew Gulak. I don't know about that. Fuck you, he's the best. He was backstage in a suit. He was shaking hands with some working backstage. And they interviewed him going, you said that there's something wrong with 205 Live last week. What did you mean by that? And Drew Gulak said, here's the thing about 205 Live. It's a bunch of flippy shit. Fuck that. That's all the people in the crowd want. They just want to cheer for the flippy shit instead of actual fucking wrestling. Yeah, so? He says, it's all their fault. Fuck them. They're killing wrestling. I'm the best. And I'm like, yeah. Hell yeah. I want to see more technical wrestling from Duke Gulak. Beating the hell out of all these guys just doing flippy moves for no reason. Which I might add, they get no reaction from doing because everyone's dead for the Cruiserweights. So yeah, Drew Gulak's great. I'm glad he's getting a character and an actual storyline. Now he just needs to start winning matches. Or not. I mean, it is Drew Gulak. He's so good. He's so good, though. Which, I, I, it's kind of a bummer, because, you know, usually the uh, the week before WrestleMania, they would do, uh, you know, a couple of SmackDown matches, and then they're all taping all together. Because the SmackDown would usually be at Access. 
Yeah. Well, now with the brand split and it being live, they're not going to do that. So. Now it's two regular episodes. Yeah, but the thing is that I was hoping if they did that, that 205 Live would be taped before Raw so that Drew Gulak could win a match in his hometown. Then I'd be super happy. Because if that was the case, John, you know what I would do? I would buy a ticket to Raw, show up for 205 Live, and then go home. Because I am an asshole, and also I really like Drew Gulak. And I, yeah, okay. And I want to cheer for him. But I don't think that's happening, which is unfortunate. Oh, well. Um, also, do you remember the whole shit uh, on Monday night about Tozawa? And, oh, he can't get in the country. Yeah. Guess what? He's in the country now suddenly a day later. Oh, that's good. What? That's how fast you know government work happens, right? I, I don't know. He About as fast as he got back into the country, he won this match because he just hit his suplex and pinned the guy in six seconds. And then Brian Kendrick showed up afterward and attacked him. I, I don't like this. I don't like this feud. Hooray! Tozawa I, I, deserves better. He should be in the title picture and not dealing with Brian Kendrick because he is sucking all of his momentum out. Sorry, I know you like Brian Kendrick, but he is garbage right now, and he is not fun to watch. Because everyone is garbage right now. That's, I mean, yeah, that's fair. Also, uh, Jack Gallagher and Rich Swan are still buddies, and now slowly Rich Swan is turning into Jack Gallagher, and it's weird, and I don't like it. Sure. I, I, I don't get why these guys are buddies when there's when they can't compete for tag belts. It's weird. Good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin Aries had a promo where he interviewed himself and it wasn't very funny. And then Neville showed up and did his whole king thing because that's what he does now. It's the only thing he can do is talk about bending the knee and wrestling at the ultimate throw ride, which is very weird when he says it. But you know what was good? What's that? The main event, which was Neville against Mustafa Ali because... Mustafa Ali is actually really fucking awesome. Yeah, when he's not messing up. He had had his Spanish fly off the top rope and it looked great. Oh, good. And just imagine in general, like, they they made it so that I could believe that Mustafa Ali could have possibly won the match more than once. Even though that's impossible. But yeah, if if you're going to watch anything from 205 Live, watch the main event and... Maybe find a clip of Drew Gulak talking because he's great. I don't know. 205 Live still exists. It's fine. Just hurry up and get to WrestleMania. So that we can have someone interesting in the feud with Austin Aries for the title. Sure. So, um, I've talked for a long time. It's I'm going to turn the mic over to you for NXT, which happened tonight. I mean, we can if you want. I mean, we should. You want to talk about Oni Larkin? I really like Oni Larkin. Yeah, it was get a good match against uh, Andrade San Almas. He's like a uh, cheap knockoff Cesaro, and I'm kind of into it. Yeah, I'm into it. He, he, he does the uppercut train, 
into one corner, and it's great. This is pretty good. Also, Amos, these guys have fought before, right? I think so. Maybe. Well, I I like them. I, I like these two together, and this match was phenomenal. This was a good match. Good way to kick off the show. Indeed. Who won? It actually got this terrible crowd excited. Oh, right. They're still in the shitty the University of Florida place. Yep. University of Central Florida. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what's his name one? Uh, Cien Almas one. Olay. Yep. With his hammerlock DDT, which is still really cool looking. Everything he does is cool looking, to be fair. True. What else? Uh, DIY talked a bunch, and that was cool. Everyone competing, except for the Altars of Pain had promos, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're all like, I'm good at wrestling, then I'm gonna win the belts. They let Johnny Gargano talk a bunch, and I like Johnny Wrestling, so that's cool. Johnny Talker? They showed... Billy Kay taking that eclipse from Ember Moon again. Nope. Jesus Christ, stop showing that. What the fuck? Well, they're building up as being, you know, this move's dangerous and also he could possibly kill Asuka. Which is a thing that you didn't think was possible, but here we are. Asuka fought some Jamoke and was like, no eclipse. And she's also. And then yelled a bunch of Japanese. And then she's also like, yo, I also have moves that could probably decapitate you, so fuck you, Ember Moon. I'm guessing that's what she said in Japanese. I'm not sure. I'm my my Japanese is very spotty, but I'm pretty sure that's what she said. And then also, the revival then talked also about how they fought. They fight for money. Sure. That was cool. Which is, means they're going to sign for big money on SmackDown after WrestleMania. They did. Yeah, they did a recap of uh, Bobby Roode versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And that whole thing to get you all hyped for for the next takeover, which was cool because we got to be on again. Oh, we did. I I, I was like writing notes during this. That's yep. We were there again. The, it was our great. Glorious sign. Oh, it was our glorious sign. Oh, that, prominently featured. Fun fact. I think that's going to follow him through his old WWE career. I'd be okay with that. I'm really glad I thought the last second to make that sign. And then that six-man tag team match happened between Sanity and uh, Roderick Strong, Ty Dillinger, and No Way Jose. And, yeah. I, I like the promo beforehand where Ty Dillinger says, don't do not do a numbers game against a perfect 10. That's about, yeah. that's about it. That's about all I liked from this. Then it all devolved into a fight and nobody won. Because no one wins, and then... They, they pulled the Mario Party. Nikki Cross was all like, I'm gonna jump on you, Ty Dillinger, and you can't fight me, because I'm a lady, rah! And this is Lucha Underground, rah! What? And then some other lady showed up, and people were like, who is this lady? I don't know! I mean, the crowd knew. And they didn't tell us. The crowd knew. The crowd chanted Ruby. Because, yo, it's Ruby Riot making her, oh. making her television debut. Oh, She's a cool indie wrestler lady that signed with the WWE. Oh, cool. I actually legitimately didn't know who it was, so that's cool. Yeah, the crowd chanted for her, so that was the hint. The crowd knew something. They weren't completely shitty. And I'm going to guess this means that uh, on the XT episode that they taped before TakeOver, 
we're going to see an eight-person tag. Yeah. Which cool. Or I'm going to guess, perhaps... Oh, wait. They're they're taping an NXT before TakeOver? Don't they always? No. Yeah, they Yes, they do. They, they tape, like, a couple matches. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought I... No, I thought you meant like they were going to go back to uh, to full sale and do like one more episode, no, no, no. which I, wouldn't make sense at all. No, I mean, they always do like the episode. Yeah, no, I could totally yeah. see that being the opening take opening match before takeover. Yeah, totally. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Everything seems, you know, status quo on the NXT because they got one more. Yeah, episode. in fact, I'd say thumbs in the middle. I would have said thumbs down, but that only working match with Andrade C and Almas was real good. True. I do like Oni Lorcan and I like Almas. Do they have a match at TakeOver? Yes, Almas has, uh, is having his match against uh, Tommy End. Uh, you mean Tyler Black? Or not Tyler Black, oh, what's his name? Alistair, Alistair Black. Alistair Black, yes. I couldn't remember the Black part, I could only remember the Alistair part. Well, I remembered that, it, I thought it was weird because he sounded close to Tyler Black. So we figured it out, yay! Nice. Uh, does Oni Lorcan have a match? I don't think so. Oh. In fact, actually, this is what I'm going to throw out there. Like, it doesn't seem like they have a match, a lot of matches booked for for Takeover. I could see the 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 four on four being on the show itself, and then Oni Larkin being on the uh, on the pre show. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they would have Ruby Riot, you know, this soon being on a Takeover. Give her more. T- That's why you just give her like a little bit of a taste. It's like, hey, here's this lady. Who just fights Nikki Cross whenever she's yeah, in the match? I'm excited about it. Look, man, <laughs> it's eleven o'clock. It's late. We've been doing this show for an hour and a half, which means we. I'm tired. Which means we should probably. And also, wrap it up, right? if I'm gonna be honest, this wasn't a very good NXT. But except for that one, match. I have to give it points for that one match because that one match was really good. That's true. Now, like it was definitely a match. I was like, wait. Is this is this match actually really good? Like, am I missing something really awesome? Um, do I need to be paying attention to this? And it was like, yeah, I do need to be. This is fucking great. I texted you. I said, yo, this Oni Lorcan's rad as hell. They should do more with him. And I'm sure they will once they're out of this takeover cycle. I mean, hopefully he's been he's been rad for a while, and they haven't really been doing anything with him. Yeah, and that's why I'm assuming that they'll start to do something with him now after this takeover cycle because, like, they haven't really done anything with him. He's been on TV a couple times, but this is his first real push. When you think about it, I just feel like he he's been he's had these small semi pushes before, and they just didn't take it anywhere. Remember when he beat Ty Dillinger? Yeah, but I, I felt like that was less of a push for him than it was just a, a push for word. Ty. I was going to say an advancing of Ty's storyline because they were trying to turn him from a from a heel to a babyface. I mean, the mystery, you know, nothing says babyface like depression. Well, yeah, they have to. They had to make him go away for a while so that he could come back and be like, "I'm fired up. I found myself again." Yeah. Then he lost. I'm Ty Dillinger. Ten, 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 ten. Then he continues to lose because he's Ty Dillinger. <laughs> yes. Oh uh, boy. Yes, I, I can't disagree with that. We, we we should wrap this up and get on out of here. 
Before we do that, Owen, I have one last question for you. Oh, God. What is it? We're like 10 days out from WrestleMania now. Uh 11 days out from WrestleMania, actually. What's up? How are you feeling about it? Uh, I think the SmackDown side's super solid. I don't think there's a single SmackDown match I'm not excited for. That's right. Because all the people that kind of kind of half matter they're all gonna be in that andre the giant battle royal and what that that's gonna be whatever you don't feel a little uneasy about the fact that they still haven't announced what the women's match is going to be and in fact they've kind of made pardon me Ooh. they kind of made a point of that on on smackdown yeah, this I, week I being like, what is this i, I don't know is gauntlet match you, you want to know what i think i think even they don't know what it's going to be yet and i kind of like the mystery of it because we also, we don't know who's in the match. Like, will NXT call-ups happen? Will Naomi show back up? It's, I'm kind of I'm into the mystery of it. Gives me something to tune into and find out. Speaking of mystery, before we go, I just want to make one last point here. A little call-out to, to our fellow members of the, uh, the wrestling media culture here. Uh-huh. And talking about how one motherfucker was all like, oh man, you know, there's a secret reason why certain people were on shows. A secret reason. Wait, Ooh. Wait, who, who's saying that? You didn't hear Meltzer. Meltzer do what? He was all, well, as you know, as I know, you know, Morrow's been off the past couple weeks on SmackDown. Which I did not bring and up. like. Uh, yeah, but a couple weeks ago, mother or not a couple weeks, like a couple days ago, fucking Meltzer was on his stupid show talking about, oh, there's a secret reason why he hasn't been on there. Nobody's talking about it. It's a secret reason. Like, like, yeah, because you don't want to talk about it publicly. And also, there might be actually a second reason besides the reason that I told you. Oh, my. Which uh, I will talk about publicly. I'll talk about this half of it, at least, is that... Yo, he his contract with WWE might be running out soon, and they might not resign him. No. So yeah, that would be really stupid considering that award he just got. Yeah, I know, but it's WWE. It wouldn't surprise me. So you know, there might be things going on backstage between the WWE and him about contracts, and we don't know. Well, that's bullshit, and it sucks. And also, there's the other thing that I'm not going to talk about publicly. Yeah, and the other thing is they were actually fucking telling the truth. He is sick. Yeah, but... Not everything's a fucking conspiracy, you asshole. But here's the thing. That's more the, he, that's more the point I wanted to go with it where mm-hmm. with it where it was. Bleh. That's more where I was going with this, was not everything is a conspiracy, you assholes. He actually is sick. Yeah, but, you know, he's, he's been living with this for a while. It's just It's just flaring up more so, so... Yeah, and it doesn't matter because again, and they told the truth, and they're giving him the time off that he deserves so that he can get better. Not everything is a conspiracy. Shut the fuck up, you idiots! Yeah. Secret reasons. Get the fuck uh, out of here. Hopefully, he's, he's going to be at WrestleMania. I'd, I'd love to have him call. No, absolutely. I'd love to see him at Mania. I'm, I'm hoping he gets better soon. I'm hoping he deals with what his stuff and everything. My point was more just shut the fuck up, Meltzer. Well, is that the show? Fuck Meltzer, and fuck wrestling, and fuck heel turn to production of ProWrestling.cool. It's not just cool, it's .cool. It's a website, go to it.
Okay, I, I will go into it right now. Oh, okay, thanks. Yo, check out, I yo, appreciate check it out. that. There's an article about SmackDown on there. There is? Yeah, there's an article about Raw on there. There is? Yo, there's a bunch of win-loss statistics on there. There are? It's a pretty cool website. There will be an article from Michael Hunt on Friday about some crazy thing that'll probably make me go, you can't publish that, but okay. I, I love when I get the early drafts of that, and I just shake my head going, this is this is all wrong, but I'm going to post it anyway, because it's fun. Anyway, we do this podcast live every Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern over Mixler.com slash Zonecast, so check us out there. Mm-hmm. And you can also check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com slash PWDOTC. Or on Twitter at the Heel Turn or at PWDOTC. And we're also like wherever you find podcasts and stuff. iTunes, so, like, Google Play. Yeah, the Google Play, the iTunes, the, the Dropcasts, the Downcasts. Yeah, the Pocket Casts. The RSS reader of your choice. Yeah, a lot of things. There's a lot of options. But also zonecast.com. That's also a website. Where things happen. That's, that's where this podcast is. Also, the, the comedy podcast we're on, I'd rather not. Friendships are made. Well, friendships are also destroyed on that podcast. Especially if you listen to Friday's episode. Which, well, is a, yeah. That, that episode's real, really weird. It got a really weird, man. I mean, that's what happens when we all become neo-Nazis. No, no, no. Heel turn. No, no, heel turn, but also no. Until then, follow, find me at I am John GM on the Twitter and the Instagrams and the other places on the internet where you can do things. I am at the underscore ozone on Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah. Also, I want to give a shout out to our live audience on today's episode, especially our new regular Mashdown Babylon, who uh, has said very nice things about us. Hell yeah, man. And also, he says we're completely wrong about everything we say, which is pretty much correct. Look, I never said that we were ever right. I'm just saying. We just yell out loud enough until people semi-believe it. I'm just saying. True. I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm saying it. Into a microphone that is being recorded. So that's how podcasts work. Words. But uh, speaking of words, though, next week, I think we have a special start time. We're probably going to start earlier, I think. What do you think? Sure. NXT is going to be a throwaway episode, so we might go on during NXT. Yeah. I mean, you really are, are you really excited about watching the Loser Leaves Town match between fucking Elias Sampson and... Cassius Ono. No, I wish it was a draw, but it won't be. Hey, okay, you're an asshole. Yes. And B, since that's the thing that we've talked about with spoilers and everything for fucking weeks, I'm just gonna say it right no, now. Don't do it. Cassius Ono wins! Oh, man. Fuck Elias Sampson. Fuck Elias Sampson. I mean, yes, but also, he'll show up on Raw after Mania. Get excited. I hope not. I hope that this is just the beginning of his of his being awarded this year's most likely to do better somewhere else in 2017. No, he's going to show up on Raw. God, no! But, John, let me oh, let me get my, our final plug in so we can get out of here. That next week, special start time, I'm going to guess 8 p.m. Eastern. Check uh, at the Heel Turn on Twitter for updates on that. We're going to have our WrestleMania Roundtable episode. 
It's going to be you and me, Rhythm Bastard, and Mistaken from the Echo Chamber. And we're all going to sit around, go through the card for TakeOver and for WrestleMania, discuss all the possibilities and what we think will probably happen. And using our mental energy and hopes and dreams, hopefully we will summon the anime cow into existence. No, he is gone. He's gone forever, unfortunately. Also, I don't, I don't know if I believe that. Also, it's gonna be a long episode because there's four of us idiots on it, so we don't need a fifth. So make sure you check that out next week, WrestleMania Roundtable. It'll be a lot of fun. So uh, let's on, let's head on out of here, and uh, we'll be back next week for WrestleMania. So until then, y'all come back now. You here? This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.